Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing. This show is brought to you in part by Members' Choice Federal Credit Union in Denton, Texas, on Unicorn Lake Boulevard. You may be eligible to join Members' Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle, Texas. I joined Members' Choice because they're locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service I otherwise cannot find. Don't forget to share the on-demand links, by the way, to these episodes in your social media pages when you see something you'd like to share. Remember that all of our friends find our content through other people's pages as well as through their own. Uh, And also all of our podcast channels for our our several programs are available on our website on the podcast tab located at LoneStarContentMarketing.com. You can also find our shows on our Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Today's show is episode 33 in the series of Building Your Law Practice with Jim Thompson and Nick Augustine. And today we're going to talk about making a marketing plan and sticking to it. Uh, we all know that it's easy enough to agree, make an agreement with ourselves or with others to uh, engage in more marketing activities. But when it really comes down to it, many often fail to follow through with the plan. There are several things we can do to make it easier to stick to our goals and stay on track long enough to see some results. Results really help reinforce our marketing activities, and that can make it easier when we want to commit to making better marketing habits. So I really want to focus on this concept of better habits. Um, Of course, we're talking about all of these things in the context of the end result, which is referrals. We all want to generate referrals because referrals are the lifeblood of our businesses, especially with lawyers. So we're trying to get people around this hump in the road uh, that is the question of why the lawyers are not getting more referrals. They need to grow their practice. So that's what this series is all about. We've been talking with Jim Thompson most of this year, um, and uh, we've been he's uh, actually got a book. Uh, Jim's book is called Why Attorneys Fail to Get the Referrals They Need and Deserve to Grow Their Practice and What They Can Do About It. Uh, Jim shares many of the reasons lawyers don't get those referrals and things they can do in this series. Uh, Jim is a retired lawyer who's well-known for helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through simple cost-effective activities. Jim, again, is the author of Why Lawyers Fail to Get the Referrals and What They Can Do About It. And during the show, Jim will give us an email where we can uh, request a copy of that book. My name is Nick Augustine, and my firm, Lone Star Content Marketing, helps lawyers share their stories and tips about their practice areas by writing and managing their blog content, managing the social media, and producing Internet radio podcasts, newsletters, and all their traditional public relations uh, work, so to speak. Uh, By general disclaimer, before we get going here today, this is a general information program, and any advice shared on Law Talk Radio programs does not constitute legal advice. Communication with attorneys on our show does not give rise to attorney-client relationships, and anyone with any questions should consult with an attorney or professional in their area. All broadcast rights are reserved. As we get forward, going forward here, uh, say hi to Jim and uh, say, Jim, I want to talk about marketing plans, and the first thing I get stuck on, because I'm a systems thinker, is the format. And so when I'm, I'm just wondering, I'm just guessing, Jim, that people here, Nick wants me to mark, make a marketing plan. You know, what does this need to look like? So, Jim, let's just start with what really is a marketing plan? How cumbersome does it need to be? What's really involved, and how do we stick to it? 
Well, good morning, Nick. And uh, I think uh, before we really get going into the marketing plan, and I'm going to answer your question um, as to what is, should be in a marketing plan, but I want to share something, and maybe this will be a, a wake-up call to, to some of the folks out there. But one of the first questions I'll, I'll ask is, what are you spending on your marketing plan? And then I'll stop before they answer that, and I'll go, well, do you know how much you're wasting by not having a marketing plan? And I get this kind of faraway gear in the headlights look. Uh, and and what, are, what, what, what do you mean by that? Well, let me just throw out a couple of things at you, and, 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 and then you'll see exactly where we're going. And I'm going to use an example of, of an attorney that markets three hours a week. Okay, by marketing, I'm going to be very loose when I say having a lunch with somebody, maybe having a coffee with somebody, maybe spending some time on LinkedIn, some time on Facebook, uh, some actual networking activity, chamber of commerce or whatever. So an attorney spends three hours a week on his, um, quote, marketing, if you will. And so just, just for sake of numbers, I'm going to say three hours a week, and we have 50, well, we're going to give you a two-week vacation. So you have 50 weeks. That's 150 hours a year that you're, in theory, marketing. Okay? And, and, and that's a nebulous type. You know, 150 hours, that really doesn't mean an awful lot. But now if you take and put a dollar amount on that, it begins to take form as to why you really need a marketing plan. So let's just say that, um, that the billing, I'm going to give you a couple of the billing rates, and you can figure out and, and extrapolate out of what your billing rate is, et cetera. But if you're billing at $200 an hour, okay, $200 an hour, and you're spending 150 hours of marketing, you're basically spending $30,000 a year on marketing. Now, you're not really spending that money out of your pocket, but that's how much you're really spending in time if you don't have a marketing plan and don't know what you're doing. Throw out a, a $300 an hour attorney, that's $45,000 a year that is kind of going out the window if you if you don't have a marketing plan. You want to take it a little bit further and say an attorney five hours a week, uh, that's 250 hours. Uh, that's $50,000 a year. And if you're billing at $300 an hour, that's $75,000. Now, if, if you just kind of look at that and say, well, okay, I'm doing these activities, as I mentioned, lunch, coffee, LinkedIn, Facebook, even if you're tracking any of these things, and you're spending just, just an hour a day, that's five hours a, uh, a week, an hour a day playing with LinkedIn, going into a networking event that may take two hours, this is how much time you, and money you could be losing by not having a marketing plan. So I want you to, to think about that. Take those numbers. How much time are you spending? And, and I'm sure we've talked about this numerous times about tracking what you're doing, uh, both in, in referrals and, and everything else that goes along with it. But track your marketing time. Track your time as to how much you're spending. Do I spend 15 minutes today on LinkedIn? Do I spend 20 minutes on Facebook? Do you consider that marketing? Some people may not even consider it marketing, but you should be, especially LinkedIn, consider that, that that's, that's a, a marketing activity. How much time have you spent this last week taking somebody to lunch or having coffee with somebody? Or did you go to a chamber event last night and you spent two hours there? Or did you go to some other type of networking event and you spent time? Only you... Can, can really 
sit down and gauge the amount of time you're spending, but when you take a look at the time you're spending and you're not really having any type of specific plan as to what you're doing, how much money in terms of uh, of the time and how much money are you throwing out the out the door it's your it's your time and it's your money going out the door so i think if you start looking at it that way you may may have a different understanding of, of why you need a marketing plan so having said that let's talk about a marketing plan and 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 some of the elements that 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 i think are, are very necessary to go into a marketing plan i'm going to list these and then we'll go back and we'll talk about them individually and you know this is not an exclusive um, listing I'm sure there might be a couple of other things that some people will think about but just just to get the ball rolling first of all you need to, to have a budget how much time are you budgeting for marketing how much money are you budgeting for marketing and we've talked about this extensively before if you're an attorney that's been practicing for a while you're probably going to be in a position of not having the time, so you're going to have to spend more money marketing. And if you're just a brand-new attorney or just starting out or just been out for a year or so, you're going to have more time that you can spend towards marketing. But you have to stop and think, what am I going to budget for my marketing? Um, the immediacy factor. How quickly do you need clients? And, and just about everyone out there would say, I need clients right away. I was just talking to a, a client of mine today who said, Jim, I'm hurting. I don't have any clients lined up for November. And that's kind of the, the thing I hear a lot with attorneys that are up and they're down or up and they're down and not a level playing field, if you will. So how quickly do you need the clients? And we're going to get into that in a little bit more. One of the things that, that I think, a lot of attorneys need to really sit down and think about is what is your target market? Who are you really going after? Um, not a helter skelter, I'm just throwing stuff out there, but okay, I'm going to spend this amount of time or this amount of money going after this particular target. And I'm going to spend this amount going after this particular target. And I know people that have been on the call before have heard me say the narrow or you can make your target market, obviously the the clearer the message is going to be to that particular target market. Um, I know a lot of young attorneys are, are basically doing anything that, that they can get their hands on, anything that comes in the door. And I, I can sympathize with that because they've got loan payments and all the other stuff going on. But the sooner you can start really focusing on what you really want to do. If you want to be a bankruptcy attorney, if you want to be a criminal law attorney, you, you don't want criminal law and bankruptcy together because now you've got your waiting room filled with criminals and people are going bankrupt, that type of thing. Really start thinking about specializing and thinking about what your target market is. We're going to go into that a little bit more. Um, obviously, marketing strategies. We're going to talk a lot about marketing strategies you need to start tracking and testing what is working. We've talked about this extensively, too, in terms of, you know, where are your clients coming from? What are you doing? Uh, are you using the Yellow Pages? Are you using your website? You need to start finding out where your clients are coming from so that you can start spending more time or more money in that particular area and then the last thing, it has to be the accountability. 
And what do I mean by accountability? Well, for a solo, it's very difficult because we go off in, 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 in different tangents. We've got all this stuff going on. If you're in a, a small law firm, uh, say you have two or three people, you can hold each other accountable for, well, we went to that networking event last night, and, and John, who did you meet? What can we do to, to, to further that relationship? Did you follow up? Same thing. You're going to have to, if you're a solo, obviously you're going to have to be very, very um, diligent in doing that yourself. If you've got other partners or other lawyers in your law firm, they, you can hold each other accountable. But let them know what you're doing. And here's the other thing. If you have uh, uh, staff people, if say you send a, a paralegal to a networking event, find out what they've done. Hold them accountable. Have your, have your paralegal hold you accountable. When you come back from a networking event and you got five or six or seven business cards from people, you know, go over those with your paralegal and say, okay, I've, I'm getting some feedback. Are you okay? Getting that feedback. I was just, I was just gonna say, Jim, that uh, to-do list is something I like to use when, um, like, coming back from a networking event, like you say, um, to have the business card. Now, what do we do with it? So when we go circle back to talking about a marketing plan, um, a lot of this is really just that simple. Of here's this new person we met. Here's something we knew about them. Let's schedule the follow-ups. Let's schedule some of these. Um, so uh, you know, just having. Uh, you know, a plan other than just here's this person's card and I know I should do something with it. Well, you you kind of led right into having a system. You know, when when you come back from a networking event, I'll give you a perfect example. Last night I was at an event. Um, I got home about 10 o'clock at night. I was tired. I, you know, I, I said, you know what, I got to enter these this information into my contact re- management system and I got to sit down and write two or three notes to people. I didn't want to do that. I was tired, and I knew, well, if I waited till the morning, uh, then other things are going to come up, and I'm not going to get to it. So I need to do it right then and there. This is the development of a system. If you come back to your office and you come in and your paralegal or your secretary says, well, how did that event go last night? Well, I got these five cards. Um, Okay, now what do we need to do with them? We need to put them into our contact management system. We need to send them a nice note. We need to do this. Okay, that's part of the system. Then you, you know, if they respond to you, fine. What happens if they respond to you, you you know, and and they're a possible really good uh, referral source or or a good contact that you want to follow up on? You've got a follow-up procedure so you don't hear from them in five or six or seven days. Um, You know, you follow up with them. You haven't heard from them, hey, let's go have coffee, let's, you know, do whatever. And and that's the type of thing that you need to, to be thinking about is, okay, once something happens, what do I do? I want to go back to the, the money versus time thing just real quickly. Um, and, and this is a big thing with a lot of solos and, and, and people that have just started out in practice. They don't have a lot of money to spend on marketing. They got a lot of time. Okay, and then again, as you practice more, you have more money and and less time. You have got to figure out where you're going to put your time and where you're going to put your money. How do you do that? The only way that you can do that is to actually track what is working for you. If you go to a networking event and you've gone to this networking event three or four times and you haven't got any business, 
or made any contacts. You may not get business, and I'm saying that you're going to get business right away from going to a networking event because obviously uh, that's not going to happen. But if you're going to a networking event three or four times and you just don't have that feeling like you're making any connections, perhaps you don't go to that event anymore. Uh, if you feel like you're making connections with somebody and you're still not getting business from them, that's fine. You may need to figure out a little bit differently how you're going to approach it, but you've got to sit down and figure out where your time is going. Same thing with your money. If you're putting money into, um, oh, say you're sending out advertisements or say you're, of course, if you're on the yellow pages, you're pretty much hooked up for a year. But your website, do you need to change the design of your website? Do you need to put video on your website? Do you need to do a bunch of different things that you are doing or not doing but you're spending money, but you have no clue. Are you, are, when somebody calls your office, a new client calls, are you finding out why they called you? What prompted them to call you? Is it because they, they saw, a, they, they got a referral from somebody? Fine, you need to check that. Is it because they, they, they were directed to your website and they called, um, looking at three or four websites for bankruptcy attorneys and they happen to like yours and they're calling, uh, and maybe they're price shopping or whatever they're doing, but find out why. Have your 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 secretary or whoever's answering the phone make sure they're asking people how they found out about you, so that you know where your money and your time is going. Um, the immediacy factor. Um, I, I want to hit just something that happened. Really, um, those who have been on the call with me know that I'm a, a very strong proponent of touching base with clients at least once a month. And of course, you get that pushback, Jim. I don't, I, I, I can't. I don't want to sound salesy. I don't want to, you know, uh, be be bothering my clients and and all this other stuff. And we've talked extensively on, you know, you send out a nice little note card. You know, you got birthdays, you got Thanksgiving, which obviously is coming up, and it's an absolute great time to just send out a nice handwritten thank you card, nice Thanksgiving card. Thank you for your business or whatever you want to put in there, but make it very personal, not salesy at all. Um, I was with a client yesterday, and um, I, I said to her, I said, well, you know what's coming up, don't you? And she said, Jim, I know what you're going to tell me, Thanksgiving. She says, I already sent out my Halloween cards. Okay, what's Halloween? In a couple of days? She sent out 100 Halloween cards. She had five people call her and say, oh, you know what? We need to get together to talk about this, this, and this, just by sending out some cards. So, you know, how quickly do you need clients? What I would do if if I were, you know, could advise you is to go and take a look at your client base. Take a look at who you've done stuff for. Now, I know some of you are going to say, as we've talked about before, well, I just got into practice. I really don't have a big client base and all that. Well, then send them to your friends, your relatives, uh, people that know you. A Thanksgiving card, just thinking of you at Thanksgiving time. But, again, for clients that you have, make sure you send out a card at Thanksgiving and, and, and just let them know, I'm thinking about you at Thanksgiving time or whatever you want to say, whatever you know, moves you as far as your, your thought process. Mm -hmm. And I, I can almost guarantee you that if you send out cards like that, you're going to have two or three people 
that will give you a call saying, I've been thinking about you. I need to come in and do my trust again. I need to do update my will or I got an apprentice doing a real estate deal or, or whatever. I can almost guarantee you you're going to get one or two clients before the end of the year. And and, and so, uh, Jim, you know, how, go ahead. Just another yeah. thing I wanted to add, because, um, you know, I always listen to this and, uh, you know, some of your suggestions and think, what if I was, you know, in a – you know, just hung out my shingle, and there was a young lawyer concerned with not, you know, not running afoul of any of the ethical rules, um, and people being so focused on not trying to directly solicit a client. But it's that that's not what we're trying to encourage referrals here. So just the way that I like to think about it is by me, you know, setting up with someone who is maybe a good referral source. You know, your family law attorney, they're a realtor. You know, you you know, go out to lunch with this person. You know, talk to them once a month. You know, have a meeting, so on and so forth. You're really building relationships there because people are going. To, it's not because you're the best lawyer in the world necessarily that they're going to send you a referral. It's because they like you. And people, people. There's a book that I read called uh, the Little Red Book of Selling. And there's a good there's a good thing to you know. And I know that we didn't like talk about sales uh, with legal services, but it really is selling. You know, you're selling services and yourself, really. And the concept that I really dislike is that people don't want to be sold, but people love to buy. Um, so the more you give them ideas on what it is that you do, you're showing them ways that they can buy and work with you and do your services and all this. But um, so again, I, I think people, I think a lot of lawyers are afraid to go on these meetings like you suggest um, because it sounds like the direct solicitation. It sounds like an ethical problem. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, you're not going to a networking event to solicit business. In in, in the true sense of the word, uh, you know, every and, and every state bar is a little bit different apart what they, they consider soliciting and not soliciting. But sending out a, a Thanksgiving card saying thank you for your your business or just thinking of you at Thanksgiving time, that in no way can be considered soliciting. You go to a networking event and you, you stand up and say, hey, I'm Jim Thompson. I'm a, a family law, uh, law practice uh, attorney here in such and such. That's not soliciting business. That's just letting people know what you do. Um, that That I don't think even crosses any any barrier as far as uh ethical rules in, in any particular jurisdiction. So you're you're not going out and and basically saying, hey, you need to come to me and of course you look at some of these websites and all the other stuff, if they're not crossing ethical lines, I don't know what uh what 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 they consider being um ethical or not as far as some of the websites out there. But mm. again, I wouldn't even worry about that. I mean you're right, not right. soliciting because- per se. What you're doing is you're being an active member in your community, and the more people we know, that's why I really like to push. Um, I, I know a lot of people would like their marketing plan to be the whole online package offered by the you know the big you know legal vendor that also sells them a website. Sure. You know, we'll do it. You know, they want to write a check, pay for it every month. Actually, they don't even want to write a check. Take it out of the credit card, ding it every month, just do it in the background. Um, but there's so much that people lose by not doing more offline. So I really think that people should really focus on having, you know, a good blend of online things. You know, when we talk about the blogs and the social media and you know whatever we're doing on online newsletters and podcasts. But also, again, 
going out and find those meetings, coffee or a meeting with someone. If there isn't a networking event, um, you know, some people say that all their referrals come from other lawyers, um, and that's that is true in some in some cases. But most lawyers, if you ask them, they think that their referrals are coming from someone other than their peers. Um, which is kind of an interesting uh, thing, but I always like to say too, um, find those events that are fun uh, or kind of off the wall things that um, you know, and take but take your you know go to a festival somewhere, or go to something that is not about your practice area or industry, but something you're particularly personally interested in. Um, you know, go to those types of events, but and tell people what it is that you do. I know on weekends most of us like to get away from it all, but um, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. just again like jim said letting people know what you do over and over and over and that's what marketing is so really when we think about our marketing plans it's telling people in person as well as our you know our formalized system we create for ourselves to to get it out online and print too because um you know people we know let's all think about for a second the people we know only on facebook or linkedin or whatever um if we don't know the sound of their voice or what they look like, what they talk like, if they're a funny person in you know real life or not, it's you're only getting a, a small sliver of that person. And I just wonder how much of that the space in our heads that person can occupy when we don't really know them well. So I really want to stress getting out there in the community and picking up the phone um, instead of sending emails. You know, instead of you know the email, Jim will tell you about the the written thank you card. You know, taking that extra effort to be real human beings. I think that's what gets it done. Well, and, and you, you you kind of touched on a whole bunch of areas as far as, you know, the things you do, the strategies that you can use. Um, and we're going to touch a little bit more on that. You know, again, we're, we're, we, we, I don't know why we this, this half hour, like, goes by so quickly. But, you know, some of the strategies, yes, the strategies, direct contact and follow-up. What are your direct contact? You know, somebody said, Jim, well, what are your networking events you go to? I go, you know, if you're out at the office depot, and you're in line with someone, and somebody starts a conversation with you, and they, they they happen to be buying something for their construction business, and you can start a conversation with them. And then they turn around and say, oh, by the way, Jim, what do you do? Oh, you know, I practice law. I, I, I specialize in construction, or whatever the case may be. That's networking. That is not solicitation. You started a conversation. That person might say, gee, maybe we need to talk a little bit more. Maybe the person says, hey, that's great. Bye. Whatever. But you need to start thinking in terms of what are you doing and how are you doing it? Why why are you doing certain things that you're doing? Are you blogging? Well, what is the purpose in your blog? Who are you trying to reach with your blog? I know, you know, I, I go on and I see some of the blogs of people, right? And I go, it has no basis for what they're trying to accomplish. They just look like they got some somebody to write a blog for them and uh, they have no clue who their audience is. I said to Nick, Nick, this is my audience. This is what I'd like you to write a blog on. You're going to understand what they want. If I said, Nick, just write me a blog. Well, there's people out there that will write a blog on just about anything, and you go on somebody's blog, and you go, I don't even know what they were talking about. It looks like they just put a blog out there so that they think they can move up on the SEO list. And it's like, come on, guys, this just doesn't work this way. Um, I'm trying to imagine the really bad example you're talking about. (laughs) I'm trying to imagine. But, Jim, here, another thing real quick I want to jump in there with. This is more on the PR and the publicity side of, like, the image um, thing. Uh, Something that I want to do is get back to this idea of finding these target 
clients that I'd like to work with because I think, you know, they've got something really neat. Um, I only like to work with clients who've got something interesting to share. So, if you know, I'm actually going to the extent of going, you know, getting dressed up and, uh, you know, business attire and go to their office in person without an appointment to make the appointment. And um, there's no, I mean, here's another thing. Bring food with you. Bring donuts. Bring something, or, you know, people will say gluten-free or diet-conscious, whatever, you know. <laughs> You know, whatever you want to do, but the the gesture is you know something nice, and um, you know to sort of woo the clients. Um, and uh, there's no, no no quicker way to get a response. I mean, if I email all these people, um, they're going to see a name that they might not know in their email. It might go to spam. But if I'm sitting there, if I'm standing in their office, I mean, think about it. How many people these days, uh, you know, work so hard to make their offices all pretty, and no one goes there um, unless it's a client that they're dreading. You know, people love someone who's coming to their office possibly who is uh you know just there with a smile on their face and doesn't really want anything other than other than to set up a meeting and ask for a bit of their time um you know it's kind of an old-timey way to do things and i think it's a tried and true method um because human beings have been doing things interpersonally for a long time it is only within the short last few decades that we have lost touch you know, you, you hit on something that, that is just kind of crucial, and we, we've lost the, the personal touch of face-to-face, handshake, and, you know, hi, how are you, and I'm Jim, okay, fine. You know, maybe you like me, maybe you don't, but that's certainly much better than sending an email. Um, but we're all into the process of obviously following up and sending emails for certain things. Handwritten mm-hmm. notes. I mean, you know my, my thought on sending out handwritten notes. You know, you go to a, like you just, your example, you've gone in taking some food to somebody and, uh, you know, cookies, you know, candies or whatever, and probably have just gotten to see the receptionist or the secretary. So you follow up with a nice handwritten note. Hi, Susie, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then who's who's going to get you in to see somebody? That gatekeeper. So that's who you want to make friends with. You got to stop and think. What are you doing? And I guess the whole purpose, and we're going to get run out of time real quick here. But the whole purpose is start thinking about what you are going to do and how you are going to do it, not just doing something because you think, oh, well, if I do this, they're going to get all kinds of clients. If I do that, I'm going to get clients. And you haven't even thought about who you're trying to reach and, and, and what you really want to accomplish. I mean, you're spending this time. If you're going to spend five hours a week, if you're going to spend an hour a day or even three hours a week, why not figure out how you want to spend it and what you're going to spend it on? And if you go back to my example of, of what it's costing you, I mean, you're not putting money out of your pocket, but you stop and think, well, if I'm spending twenty-five, dollars $40,000 a year on marketing, even though it's not money coming out of my pocket, what is my return on investment? Because it's my time I'm spending. That's time I could just be doing other things rather than you know wasting my time marketing if it's not going to work. Think about what you're going to do. Have a plan. Sit down. You know we're we're we're, we're into. Geez, November is what two, four, or five days away. You know we just we just went to October first. That was the starting of the fourth quarter. Now we got two months of the year left, and we really got when you really get down to we got about a month left in this year by the time you knock out Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that. So what are you going to do this last month of the year, not so much for this month, 
in, in the last two months of the year, but going into 2015. So many people I sit down and I talk to and they go, well, you know, 2015's a long way off. Yeah, it is until it's until it's here. I mean, we were sitting here going. I can remember talking the same same thing about 2014, and all of a sudden, 2014 has come and gone. So start thinking about, okay, what are you going to put in place for next year? Start thinking about that. Don't start thinking about it in March. Start thinking about it now, so that come January 1st. Um, you've started doing some things and you just continue on. And we talked a little bit about, you know, here's the habit, here's some of the things that you're building a habit doing. And you've started this month and you, you know, and I guess as Nike says, and I, I say this all the time, just do it. Just mm-hmm. just get out and do it. I mean, if, if even if it's wrong, just do well, something. And, and, and another thought it. that I have. Another thought I have to add is that staying local is good, and I don't care how big your town is. You can live in a city of millions of people or a town of a couple hundred people. Um, local is where you're at. You, you know, if you're in a big city, you're living in a local neighborhood. You have your own little community. So start with the people who are you. You already know. Um, you know, because if we think about if we take our marketing time and we, uh, as Jim said, commit to a certain amount of hours. If we're doing nothing but sitting there and writing our blog and getting it out there, but no one knows who we are, we're just another name with another blog. Um, you know, people who are looking for specific information may run into something and say, "Okay, well, this is a person in my area." Um, you know, they're lo- they're shopping that way. That's one way. That's the blind consumer. Um, you know, the person who can, who's seen the light. You know, uh, or the person who knows a little bit, wants a personal referral, um, you know, that's going to come from people we know. So you can sit all, again, you can spend all your time behind a desk churning out content. Um, you know, that's what my company does for people. But I expect my clients to be out there in the community, going to the golf outings, going to the balls, going to whatever's out there, and uh, letting them know, hey, by the way, you know, we've got a Facebook page, website, and all this, and uh, let people know. And if they, you know, so it's just creating that sphere of people and it doesn't need to be that big. We don't need to know 10,000 people uh, in order to to get referrals and to have a name and a reputation in a, in a small sphere of a community. We think about, um, you know, the what the six degrees of separation that everyone has, and you know, so everyone. When I go to an event, I think everyone I'm talking to, they might not need, you know, be someone who might need my services, but they may their wife or their neighbor or their son or daughter. You know, so you have to just really think about a small amount of community people. And if, you know, so I really try to push this quality over quantity when it comes to the amount of people you need to think of as your audience. Jim, any other thoughts on defining your audience? Oh, my gosh. We're out of time, and I could spend about another half hour on that particular <laughs> uh-huh. subject. Maybe, um, maybe, that, maybe that we should do that for next time. I'll pen it in the book for uh, really trying to figure out who our audience is. Okay, I will be glad to do that. Yep, that, that that'll take me about a half hour. And that'll be the shortened <laughs> version. We can spend about three or four hours talking about defining your target market and your audience and that type of thing. But looking at my watch, it looks like we're out of time. So, um, you know, real quick, if anybody would like a copy of the book, they can send me an email at jet, J-E-T, at lawyersmarketingresource.com, and I'll be glad to send you the ebook. 
All right, very good. Well, I want to thank all of our loyal listeners who tune into Law Talk Radio, either the live version or on the podcast channel located on LoneStarContentMarketing.com, or as they can find that all on Facebook as well. Uh, we hope that everyone you know listens to. I always say listen to this during lunch while you clean your desk and sort through emails. But if a few good things pop into people's head, uh, you know that's why we do this show and keep talking about these things over and over again. That uh, sometimes is just what it takes to to get it done. So appreciate everybody's time, and we'll talk to you all later.